Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to In The Pink, the podcast with me, Natalie Pinkham, where I chat to a cross-section of really interesting people to find out what makes them tick. Now, my guest this week was the lead singer in one of the most successful boy bands of all time, Boyzone. He also sold over 20 million albums as a solo artist. I can't speak highly enough of Ronan Keating. And hopefully, after this podcast, you'll feel the same. He's honest, down-to-earth, funny and most importantly kind that according to my mum is the most important trait after all a committed father husband and friend he opens up to me about the pain of losing his mum Marie and his best friend and bandmate Stephen Gately he talks about how he felt let down by Louis Walsh and what it's like to be a father again at 40 plus all the challenges of successful co-parenting of his three other kids so please listen, let me know what you think, rate, review and subscribe. Other guests coming up on this podcast include Billy Munger, Clive Woodward and Mark Webber. But for now, I hope you enjoy my one-on-one with the marvellous Mr Keating. So, welcome Ronan. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your company. Thank you, Nat. Good to see you. Good to talk to you again. Great to see you. Um, I mean, it's quite incredible just looking at your life, how much you've packed into the last 41 years. Sorry to make you feel old. Yeah, just as you said, 41 years. Oh, my 41, wow. You probably feel older doing these breakfast shows. It's funny, it's kind of been in reverse. Um, When I was 19, 20, 21, people would say, how have you fitted so much in in your life? You're such a young age. You know, you've done this, you've done that. And I go, I don't know, you just do it. Now I'm 41 and it's like, God, I have so much more to do. And it's funny, you've kind of, you flip the whole thing. Um, I've been lucky. I've had a great career. I've, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've never been shy of work. And I think that's, you know, uh, it's uh, the reason why I've I've been ticking boxes in my life because I've I've worked I've I've always worked and um, from the 16 years of age and even before then, working in a shoe shop I, I was I enjoyed work I liked it I liked getting out and working and earning my own money, um, and then joining the band and and taking on those responsibilities at a young age, um, and going from there and just I'm not saying no to things just you know accepting work and doing it. Good stuff. I'm pleased to hear it. So yeah, you're going to well. put you're working on this podcast over the next sort of forty minutes or so as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So as you say, you joined the band so young. I mean, were you sixteen or seventeen? I mean, I that was sixteen is, when, I, when the band insane. started. Yeah, it was probably seventeen when we had first success. But it was sixteen. Uh, I joined the band, and then we went kind of on uh, around Ireland, in a little white transit van, doing nightclubs, getting 
bottles of beer thrown at us and stuff. It was hideous. Unable to drink the beer that was being thrown at you. Some of us were <laughs> underage. Yes, exactly. Cast your mind back just before that, though, uh, to your childhood. So, so one of five siblings. Yeah. What was the childhood like? Was it was it a happy time? Was it a musical household? It was a brilliant time, magic. Um, I mean, you just I, I, most of us are lucky enough to have great childhood memories. Um, it's sad there are children out there that don't have them, and, and it's heartbreaking. But I have great childhood memories. Um, amazing family. Uh, three brothers and a sister. Mum and dad grew up in a you know. A, a semi-D in North Dublin and it was always a mad house it was great energy I was the youngest uh, the baby um, so I guess I got spoiled um, by everybody because I was the baba five year gap between my my next sibling so um, yeah I was the uh I was the bit on the side, if you know what I mean. The, the, the kind of the mistake, I guess. <laughs> oh, I don't think anyone would view you as that. Uh, no, I'm come sure. on. But uh, look, it was great times. I, I remember clearly, like summer holidays were the best. I would actually, we drive our summer holidays were in Killarney in Kerry, County Kerry in Ireland, and we'd go down in our Ford Escort, and I would lie. I was so small, I'd lie in the back window. So the <laughs> four, the four of them would sit in the back row of the car because seat belts were not compulsory back then. Mum um, and dad in the front my four brothers and sister in the back row and I would lie in the back window all the way four or five hours whatever it was to carry. No, like a little puppy. A little puppy dog, that was me. Oh. I remember it well. I, it's funny the things you remember. It's the funny torture. Because even now when I go out anywhere with my brother I always go onto the back seat because I know my place. I know that I will never be allowed on the front, in the front seat. seat. That's funny, isn't it? You, it's, you never that's grow it. out of it. You never grow out, you never grow out of it. But they were great times. My brothers and sisters then uh, started emigrating to New York Um when I was young. Why was that? Uh, there was no jobs in Ireland for um, for them, really. Um, unemployment was at an all-time high in the late 80s. So they all went to New York to get jobs, work, uh, start a, a life for themselves, I guess. And I guess I was following suit. My plan was to do the same. They all left, all of them, uh, some on athletic scholarships, some, uh, you know, works, you know, different, different types of work, uh, restaurants, bars, uh, golf courses, all sorts. And I was going to follow suit. I started working in a shoe shop part-time and my plan was to follow them to New York and I joined a band and changed that. I mean, that must have been quite hard for you not it having was. your siblings around you. I, I found it really hard. I remember one Christmas in particular, which was heartbreaking. My, my mom was all about her kids and sitting at Christmas dinner, my mum and dad and myself, it was, and my mom got very upset and oh. it was heartbreaking. You remember the good, but you also remember the bad uh, from your childhood and that was the, one of the toughest times I remember from my mum. Um, when they, when you know Christmas dinner, when they couldn't come back that Christmas, because it was hard as well. I mean, it was you know to pay for flights and all of that. You couldn't mm. just jump on planes. Mm. It, was, it, was, it felt a lot farther away than it does now, New York. Now you certainly were very close to your mum and tragically lost her when you were just twenty one. I mean, yeah. well, yeah, I was twenty actually when she died. So right. yeah, that's right. It was. Uh, my 21st was a month and a bit later. Oh my goodness! And I remember having that dilemma: should I be celebrating? You know, my 21st. Um, but no one my mum would want me to. Mm. But that's pretty full on then because you, th you then got married pretty quickly after that, didn't you? I did, I did. Um, you know, it's, it's a fragile time for... I had a very, very close relationship with my mum and I guess, you know, you lean on people when, you're, when you come out of a situation like that, you look for strength in other people, someone to lean on. And I, de I definitely did that and, and um, you know, they're... Oh, look, it's a decision you make at the time. Not all, not necessarily always the right one, but you know mm. it's 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 the decisions you make, and you, when you're at your weakest like that. Mm. Were you looking back on it? Do you feel you were in some way trying to replace? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Dev yeah, I do. You know, I was I was I was 
weak. I was uh, I was heartbroken. Um, and yeah, looking for that kind of strength, I guess. Mm, mm. And all the while dealing with the onset of fame as well. Yeah, I, it, it was it was very surreal. difficult going through it. Mm. Uh, you know, my man passed, and you know, you see, you, you pass windows, and you see it in the win- in front of newspapers. My mother's name, and my mother's passed away, and it's you're kind of you're still a kid at 21, 20, 21, You're still a child. You think you know it all. Believe me, you think you know it all, but you don't know your arse from your elbow. And, you know, it, it takes time. Um, and I, I still couldn't fathom the, the whole thing, you know, the fame and that my mom, you know, her name was in the newspaper because I was her son, all of that, that she'd passed because of cancer. And it's still all a bit weird, really, to be to be really honest, even at 41 years of age. But, yeah, you learn to deal with it, I guess. You just deal yeah. with it. So mate, there's a, there's an incredible book called Primal Wound that talks about if you lose or separated from your mother at any age it is the hardest thing for someone to take so even now mm. looking back on it you know you've you've had 20 odd years without her yeah i'm sure a day doesn't go past uh, that you don't think yeah about her. I, I, I some people might find it silly um but it is the weirdest thing that i i can you know we we have our annual charity events with cancer research uk in the uk and the marie keating foundation is our charity globally uh, raising awareness for cancer and I'll get up and I'll do speeches at, at gala dinners or at, at, at the Emeralds and Ivy Ball or whatever it may be and I still when I when I explain to people because I like to just tell the story of why we started the foundation it always gets me every time it's still raw it's it's you never get over that what you do is learn to deal with it and put it in your everyday and then you move on do you kind of have to detach yourself when you are talking about her to an extent to an extent I guess a bit but at the same time you want I, I try not to write scripts. You, you try mm. to get up there and tell the truth, and, and you know, I mm. hope that it affects people in a way that makes them think, "Oh yeah, I need to do something about this um, cancer." That is, I'm talking about. Mm. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, you do. You you try not to script it too much. And I guess one of the hardest things must have been that she never met your kids, and yeah. you you went you had kids pretty quickly again after getting married. Yeah, didn't you? heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Mm. So many times, first birthdays, communions, confirmations. Whatever it may be, you know that they're not there uh, for the kids. You know, Cooper, uh, ten, eleven months old now, and, and you know it's, that has gone quickly. Uh, it's so fast. My goodness. It's crazy. The, the little fella, but you know, it breaks my heart that she doesn't get to see, you know, to see him and to see the way he is and his smile and his energy. But you know, you 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 have you have I have faith that that she's she's looking down. She's the one I, I still speak to her and I still look for her strength, um, all the time. Mm. So you're going through fame, fatherhood, grief, all rolled into one, surreal time, and, and, and all the while you're kind of travelling the world in this mm. this bubble of Boyzone as well. Yeah. What are your kind of positive memories of that? Because there's certainly been a lot of emotion. Yeah, Boyzone was amazing. It was six brilliant years the first time round. Uh, we, were, we were on a wave, living the dream, you know. We were what everyone wants, you know. We had it all. And... Uh, you know, when you're young, you don't really, you know, as much as I looked like I was the sensible one in the band or the the, the kind of... The leader. The, yeah, as such. Yeah. I didn't really know. I was just making it up as you go along. I, and <laughs> that's the truth. You, you are. Because there's no, there's no rule books for that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, there was times when we probably lost the run of ourselves and we, you know, we, we were too big for our boots, as our mothers would say. Um, but coming back home to Dublin, always... Brought, brought your feet back down to earth again with a thud 
That's for sure. But it, they were great times. You know, we were, it was private jets. It was five-star hotels. It was selling, selling out arenas around the world. It was unbelievable. Uh, before social media, it was a different, very, very different time. Thank uh, goodness, probably. Yeah, yeah. At times, thank goodness, and at times you think, "Oh, we missed out." Yeah. You know the reach we could have had Absolute, because of yeah. social media. You know, you look at the numbers some of these kids have in 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 pop bands today. Millions, millions, millions. Uh, One Direction, say, for example, they have twenty, thirty million followers yeah. because of you know because of the day that because of the time we live in. Whereas mm. for us. We were, you know, I guess on a par, but at a very different time. So the, so the, the size of the fame is a different thing. Mm. So one question that I ask all my guests is what advice you'd give to your younger self? So with the benefit of hindsight, the glorious benefit of hindsight, is there anything you would have told the 21-year-old Brandon Keaton? I have more fun. And I can say that now. Really? Uh, yeah, and I have a 19-year-old son, Jack. And it's what I say to him. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Don't settle down. You know, wait till your 30s before you consider it. So don't find a girl, settle down. Yeah, if you want, you can marry. <laughs> Look at me, I'm old, I'm happy. I know, I know, I say it every night. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's... Um, so you think you I, took yourself too seriously? I took myself way too seriously oh. in my first six years in particular and in my first, you know, my, my years as a solo artist. I, I did because I wanted to be the best version of myself in that regard, to be a professional, to... Uh, people that when I leave a room they don't talk ill of me because it's the way my mother raised me mm. and, and that's the way I was and, and I didn't want people to talk about me I didn't want to be tabloid fodder I didn't want to embarrass people family I didn't I, so I, I, I was as professional as I could be I was I was absolutely as professional as I could be So any regrets on that? Do you think sometimes yeah, you I should have just... let me hair down I should have drank more I should have partied more I should have <laughs> thrown more strops I should have... Yeah, but that's not in your nature, is no, it? No, but I should have just... Not forget about the straps, but I should have just had a good time. You know, you worry not, too much about what people thought of absolutely, you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And about what, yeah, of what, what I thought of myself, really. Mm. You know, I took myself too seriously. Mm. And I think I look at artists like Robbie Williams and, and Rob, he, he was very good at not taking himself too seriously. Mm. And there's a charm in that. And mm. you can see why people were, were, you know, gravitated towards it. Yeah, but I think people gravitated towards you as well. They just saw you in a slightly more wholesome light, maybe. Yeah, yeah, so but it's not a very, thing. it's a very, yeah, but it's a very difficult thing to maintain always. Mm. Once you, so it was a bit of a pretense, it, you think? Well, it was and it wasn't. I, I absolutely meant up. it. I did it. Right. I meant it. Mm. But I, you know, I, I, you know, as soon as you put a foot wrong, it, it's all people are waiting for is just to make sure that they can be there to rub their hands together and say, I told you so. But isn't that awful? Doesn't well, that say more about them than you? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, they don't give a shite, do they, really? No. I mean, they don't care. They're, they're saying it and that's it. That's all that matters. And they're enjoying the moment and that's fine. Look so, okay. Did you lack a mentor then? You know, obviously having lost your mum, did you need somebody just to really take the reins and, and guide you through what was, you know, tricky? Yeah, time? I mean... I, our manager at the time and my manager at the time, Louis Walsh, was someone that I classed as a mentor. I did. And I listened to him. I listened to his guidance. And, and But, you know, unfortunately, it it, it fizzled out and, and it didn't really, it wasn't, it wasn't what it could have been um, in that in that regard. So, yeah, I, I didn't really have a mentor, you know, at a time when I could have. Did, I should have. I needed it. Did you feel let down by Louis Walsh? I, I did. I did. And, I, you know, I'm not here to bag Louis in any shape or form. I mean, he's he's done well for himself. He should be very proud of what he's achieved. Uh, I'm grateful for the chance he gave me, uh, for where it led me. I wouldn't be here today without that chance that Louis gave me. So I am grateful for that. Mm. But I don't think for a second he can say that 
you know, he's ungrateful for what I did for him. Uh, I also, I helped him get to where he is today um, because because of what I gave the band and and him as a manager. So, you know, it's it's a two-way street, that. So, mm. you know, he's lucky what he's achieved. I'm lucky with what I've achieved and we should be both grateful for that and move on. But yeah, I mean, there was times when I could have done with the him being a better mentor, uh, a better manager. Um, but they're the choices we make. Because mm. you had a bit of a public spat with him. Do you, do you regret anything about that? Did you I, well, I wish don't, you said more? Maybe you wish you'd say... Yeah, well, I, may, I could have stood up for myself more, yeah. but it's not my style to, mm. you know, to do that in public. I don't like, you know, public spats. So there were, Louis had lots to say about me, uh, sniggering, silly little stupid things, childish. Um, but I didn't retort because I thought, why would I feel that? Why would I bother? I'm not interested in it. It's small fry stuff. And, and you know, maybe he regrets it now. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he loves it. I don't know. Uh, I don't regret the fact that I didn't say anything. I, I'm glad I didn't say anything. Um, my mother always said rise above it, and mm. that's what I tried to do. Um, I definitely can look back and say that I, you know, I gave my all, and, you know, he just, he did not return that, and I know he knows that. But it's fine. It's grand. You get over that and you move forward. We're all, you know, we're, we, we're what do they say? Get on with your short life. Um, enjoy yourself. You've got to be happy. I guess it's all part of growing up, isn't yeah. it? But it's a bit frustrating. I mean, I don't know. You just, yeah. I, you, you can't get bogged down with it. But no, And you've you, got to accept that it is a projection of their own insecurities. But you just feel like sometimes saying, hey, 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 when you're reading the headlines, yeah. that's not the truth. And actually, I don't like untruths projected I guess I'm, I'm I'm old enough wise enough If uh, that sounds stupid but I'm, I, I know people read it and go well that's not true the people who matter will yeah anyway, and yeah. I know it and I know that and I, mm. most people know it and the journalists that write it know it and you know they say every dog has his day so mm. it's fine you know it, it goes around comes around the wheel always turns mm. life is a roller coaster indeed you know? it is mm. um, okay another question that I always ask my guests is what keeps you awake at night and that clearly has changed for you over the years mm. um, because you grow and as you've just said but are there things now you know it could be Storm snoring it could be anything it could be things that play I'm sure Storm doesn't snore no she doesn't snore she's way too beautiful I like to, to tell snore. her I like to tell her she does but she doesn't <laughs> just but, so that she feels a little bit insecure <laughs> just a little bit my, the, big, the big thing that hangs over me every night lying in bed is did I leave the iron on I mean it's just no, no, no. I don't. I don't have anything that hangs over no. me like that. Really, I I do go to sleep very quickly. Um, I'm I I I have the ability to switch off. That's fantastic. I wish I did. My God, I do. I'm lucky, and and a, fr- a frustrates storm. It does, does it? because she'd be talking to me and I'd be asleep <laughs> sometimes. And it's just because I just I'm. Well, I guess I'm tired too. I'm on breakfast radio at the moment, so yeah. I, I do have a good excuse. But I um. The things that worry most is health for my for my mm. family. I, I honest to God, I think that is the thing that I I would stress the most about health. My family's health, my mm. wife's health, my children's health, my my extended my extended family, my brothers and sisters, my dad, and my health. Losing my mum at fifty one years of age was she's. I mean, that's that's ten years from now in my life. If I've only got ten years left, oh Christ, I have a lot of living my to do. God. That's a frightening thought. Mm. It's she was so young, losing Steo. At such a young age, mm. uh, Steo, 33 years of age, he was, he's, he was a young man, young, mm. young man. Mm. And, and it changed a lot in me. I changed a lot when Stephen died as a person. Mm. Uh, 
Uh, I definitely started living uh, a lot more and enjoying myself and, and <laughs> excuse the pun but loving each day as if it's your last mm -hmm. I mean it's it's really true because you never know and, and it shocked us all that so I think yeah you know I think health is the one thing that hangs over mm -hmm. me more than anything else and did it change your dynamic with the other guys in Boyzone I think it pulled us a lot closer together mm -hmm. um, we were very close in the band we drifted very far apart in the years we were apart um, and then you know losing Steo brought us together again there was something um, a sense of mortality between us as well and but also you know that we experienced things in life that nobody else knew about that nobody else could ever imagine mm. the five of us and that when the four of us were together we felt he was in the room so I think you know that's why we wanted to be together more and you know we sometimes fight like cats and dogs that's family in it I think that's that's just a normal normal family life. Not do they do they feel like brothers to you? Then? They do, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, I might not see them for a long, long time, but you know, as you know, as soon as we're back in the room, it's like no time has passed. Do you know, from an outsider's point of view, it it did feel like a, something of a watershed moment when Stephen died mm. because the backlash to the press was pretty he, astonishing. Well, there was there was. There was one article in particular. Um, Let's not say her name. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> won't give any time to it. But I mean, really, that that was that was quite an eye opener for me. I thought, really, could you go that low? Could someone so be for, that? For those those who yeah. don't necessarily know, just just yeah, sum well, it up. What, well, what basically, happened? there was an article written that that you know, forgive me if I get it, you know, not per word perfect, but mm. basically said that uh, the way that Stephen lived and his sexuality led to his death. Basically, unbelievable. like unbelievable. What a thing to say. I'm sure the person who wrote it regrets it because it was a huge mistake. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it, it was it was mind blowing. But then again, the support that we got from other, you know, other press areas was yeah. phenomenal. That well, I Stephen think the backlash was massive, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was huge. But, but why did the editor of that paper even run that article? Because it, it's not just one person here. This would well, have to go to a number of people. Yeah, to, perhaps, perhaps, to make perhaps. I, I've never, you know, I've, I don't have any expertise in that mm. world. I don't know if they're allowed, if they have freedom to, to write these things, if the editor gets final say, who knows. But mm. yeah, I mean, just absolute downright ridiculous. But hey, that's, that happens, I think, every day in the newspaper, doesn't mm. it? Stuff Maybe. like that can be written, you know, not like that, but stuff can be written freely. Uh, that's astonishing that it could be written. So yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a tough time, but we tried to block that out and and just focus on, you know, dealing with what we were dealing with. But when you think that that was almost ten years ago, God, that's mm. amazing. Unbelievable. That's gone so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does feel like there's been a shift, you know, certainly with homophobic headlines. They just don't get away with that anymore, I no, don't think. Thank God they don't get away with and it. That, and, you know, maybe that's Stephen's legacy. Which well, is... perhaps. I mean, Steele, you know, was it was the newspaper that, that, that outed Stephen. I'll never forget that. Uh, we were all together when Steele found out that one of the newspapers was going to. Uh, he was devastated um, and then he got to do it on his terms so he spoke to the newspaper because that was the way that it was handled the deal so essentially blackmailed yeah in theory and um, it was a really tough time for Steele it, it turned out it was one of the greatest things ever because it, you know mm. finally he could be the person he wanted to be and, and mm. I saw a man blossom you know and it was a beautiful thing in the end but it, it was a very very tough time for Stephen very very tough Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, now, I'm going to talk about you like you're not in the room for a moment because one of the first times, the first proper time that I met you and Storm was actually when I was very heavily pregnant with my first child. Yes. And I had to stand up in front of about 500 people and talk about the charity that I work for, Hope and Homes for Children. Yeah. And it was a really deeply personal story for me because it was about adopting a little girl a number of years ago who'd been institutionalised and had sadly, sadly passed away. And I stood up there on the stage with my enormous belly. I mean, I was a proper wok smuggler, wasn't well, I? I mean, it was it. just amazing. Stop massive. Up. Stop up. And uh, all the equipment failed. And I was thinking, I started to get a sweaty top lip at this stage. I was like, oh my God. You were fantastic. Stuff. What am I going to do? But you and Storm stood up and started clapping and giving me a standing ovation, which just made my heart leap. Mm. Um, and it was amazing. And you said to me, is there anything I can do to help? I said, well, it's funny you should say that. Because <laughs> actually I really need someone to perform at our event yeah. next week. Mm. You're like, next week? <laughs> <laughs> and you did. You went above and beyond. And I just got such a sense of just how genuine you both are about helping others. Mm. Um, so I know, you, you know, your modesty will, will prevent you from, you know, indulging in this. But talking about philanthropy, mm. how does that help you? And, 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 you know, you obviously do so much through the Marie Keating Foundation. But how does that as a vehicle for just helping others why does that matter so much to you? Oh, I, I, I don't know, other than the fact that you, you, you're in a position and you need to use that position to help others because there are so many that can't help themselves. And, and it's, I know that sounds cliche, but you really, when you're in this position, you realise, um, I have been given so much. I am grateful for where I am and what I have beyond words. And, you know, I, I still pinch myself when I, you know see the things I have and, 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 and the love that I have in my life and, and the people that surround me and, and you know to think people don't have that is, it's heartbreaking mm. and uh, and in other things you know what, what cancer did to my family I don't want it to happen to anybody else so mm. um, yeah I mean yeah, that's it and it does you know, seem to be everywhere at the moment it does cancer. it does God. it does but you know people it's, it's, it's really tough because people ask you to do things in different charities mm. all the time mm. And I hate saying no. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. So as much as I can, I say I will do it. 
And I get to, I know, and every time I get to the situation, I say, oh, Jesus, I'd just love to get to bed early tonight or I'd love to have a night off. And, and, and I do, I grip my teeth and I'm like, I'm do, I have to do this. I can't mm. get out of it. But once I'm there and I'm doing it, it's like, Christ, I know why I'm here. And, you know, mm. I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so glad I said yes. And it's always that. And you just got to push yourself through those things because it's, it's really worth it. And it sort of energises you, doesn't it? Does, it does, really? it really does. You mm. feel, you feel better. Mm. <laughs> That's a good thing. About the world yeah. and life and yourself yeah. and everything. But you do give a lot of yourself. It's funny because even when we came in here this morning, um, your producer said to me, do you know, I haven't even made him a cup of coffee. He just doesn't let people fuss around him because he, he does it all for himself. I said it's probably because he makes a crap coffee. but Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> but you do give a lot of yourself to a lot of people. Do you, are, you, are you exhausted as a result? Or as we've just touched on, do, do, does that kind of fire you up? I think it's, yeah, it's who I am in uh, regard to whatever you, length, extent you think I give myself. I don't know, but I just, this is who I am. I I'm not good sitting by a swimming pool when I go on holiday. I d I'm not that sort of person. I like to do things. I'm not saying I help people when I'm on my holidays, but I'm, you know, <laughs> I just, I'm active. I'm always doing something. Mm. Uh, I, I find it hard to say no to things. A gig comes in, I always say yes. I There's a job, I go, you know, my dad always said, you know, of the, the cliche, you make hay while the sun shines and the football player that works the hardest, gets his game on a Sunday. And I just always live by those rules. So I just do, mm. I work and I, I try and teach my kids the same. Um, I'm scared it'll dry up. Mm. I'm scared the offers won't come in. People say, do you mind signing autographs? No, it's when people stop asking is a problem, you know? And, and yeah, it's that's it. You just have to keep at it mm. and keep working. And, you know, as long as the, the, the work you're doing doesn't suffer, you just got to keep doing it. Mm. My dad always says there is no substitute for hard work. No, mm. there isn't. Do you think you're a good judge of character? I think so. I think so. I have been burnt by people. I have been let down. I've been hurt. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So there are times when I'm not. But I can sense when someone's got a, you know, a, a way about them, I think. Mm. Because I guess the problem is when you ask to do stuff all the time, then people take advantage of that. Yeah. And sometimes that's when you can have a run-in. I mean, I had one terrible run-in through a charity, yeah. through a donation that was a loan, then mm. a donation, then a loan. Oh, for God's sake, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. anyway, it taught me a lot about uh, about why people give to charity. You know, some people have strange motives for it. But sometimes when you do a lot of charity work, you do come across a few wrong-uns. There are. <laughs> A couple spring to mind, as you say it, and and it's sad, and you you learn, and they're the ones that have to try and sleep at night. Mm. You know, you asked me earlier about what mm. makes you keeps you awake. You think about those people. How do they sleep at night? They mustn't be able to, mm. or they have no conscience. So yeah, I mean, I, that's their cross to bear, and I always think that. I thought they have to bear that cross, not me. Mm. I I'm not a grudge. I don't hold grudges. I could. There are people I should. But I don't. We have a little voodoo doll at home that you just. But it, what does it do to you? It only it only hurts. It only weighs you down. Mm. So I really believe in that. Uh, no grudges. It's not for me. I tell you something that you at least um, ostensibly have managed very well as well is this your blended family. You know, yeah. your three kids mm -hmm. from your first wife and 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 now Cooper with Storm. Yeah. Um, they all seem to really get on very well. They do. I mean, how do you manage to co-parent with your ex-wife? Because it's it's not an easy thing no, to do. No, it's very, 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 very tricky. It's a very difficult thing. Um, we, we we are lucky to do it well. I have three amazing children that 
blow my mind the the stuff that they deal with and they are brilliant storm is incredible she she welcomed those kids with open arms and based that those kids are her kids as much uh, as they're mine and and that's the beauty that's the strength um and she manages to make sure that I'm you know I live a, I have a crazy schedule all the time busy but she manages to go okay we need to be in Dublin this weekend or they need to be over here or they need to be well, we're on holiday here this is when we're all going to be together blah blah whatever she makes that work genuinely I'm not saying that just to say it she that 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 happens because storm makes that happen and I would be useless without that I I would not this would not be work like it works um so that that is that is a, a, an incredible thing so yeah, it is. is It's it's tricky at times navigating mm. uh, all of it, and it, you know it's it it has to be handled with kid gloves at times. Um, but I'm very lucky with, with three amazing kids. They they are my heart and soul. Four amazing children, but three that understand mm. what they're what they mm. you know what they're dealing with and, and and the world they're in. And do you get on okay with your ex-wife? Ah, you know I I. It's 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 a difficult thing that it's you know I um I wouldn't uh, yeah I'd we we deal with things it's it's a hard thing to really say uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be easy all the time mm. um but you try uh, for the children always to to just to remain <laughs> calm <laughs> and I, get through it but I mean. It, is that the advice you'd give someone in a similar position? Yeah, um, it's got to be calm. It's for the kids. Mm, You've got mm, to always mm. remain in a, you know, in a in a in, a, in an adult state uh, of mind, so that you can you know deal with it. There's times when I I, I get very angry, very frustrated, and 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 you 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 just really have to bottle that. You've mm. got to protect the children always. Mm. Always. Uh, my mum is actually a, a family lawyer specialising in, 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 you know, vulnerable children. Yeah. Who, and uh, one thing that she'll always tell her clients, because one client came blasting into her yeah. office and said, I know my rights as a parent. And my mum said, actually, you don't have any rights. You mm. have responsibilities yeah, as a right. parent. Very good. And that's a pretty crucial distinction, isn't it? 100%. Mm. It's about responsibility mm. and, and what's the right thing. And in raising those children um, from two separate places, you know, two separate point of views that don't all, uh, you know, once once that's that breaks down, your opinions change, and your point of views change, and the the, the point that you're standing in, that wherever your the the your version of events, etc., it changes. So you have to be able to 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 manage that and and to to make sure that the children are you know the priority mm. and and the other bit of advice that she always gives because she helps out she's helped out a few of my mates actually mm. who've gone through divorces um god it's funny when you get to that age when all your mates are divorced right? it happens Christ, it makes you feel old yeah. um but one bit of advice that she gave was that look you, if you badmouth your ex-partner mm -hmm. who by the way at one point you loved enough to have a child with but if you badmouth them what you're effectively doing is telling the children that half of them are bad yeah so because they know that they're 50 50 yeah and and if a child grows up you know considering hearing that, that and living with that it's a very difficult thing absolutely very difficult yeah. and it, I, I mean the things that could be said i'm not gonna say i mean look it's no. it's 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 i don't like washing my dirty laundry in, in public mm. um but you know, the children are the most important thing and mm. that's what matters to me um and and you know and the people around me know you know everything you know that needs to that that you know the version of events, etc. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, you know, it's all about it's all about being the best parent you can be. Yeah, the yeah. best version of yourself yeah, as well. Exactly. So, what does that mean for Ronan Keating going forward? So, you've got your breakfast show. <laughs> I do. Which uh, you need cocktail sticks in your eyes for. That yeah. You never get used to those early no, starts. No, it's oh aged my God. me. It's aged me. I believe that. Just as well, this is a podcast. Yeah. Nobody can see your no, tired little face. Well, no, no, you look fantastic. No, I'm I do only not. joking. I do not. Um, so, any more goals, ambitions? What you know? You, uh, as you say, you've got plenty more to pack in. Yeah, so, what's next? For you, you know what? Storm and I are incredibly happy. Very, very lucky to have found each other. We have a wonderful boy. Uh, four incredible kids in our life. Um, working very hard, both of us. Uh, trying to find time for each other, and I think that's a really important thing. Because we are nonstop, all the time. So, you know, enjoying our life together. We're building a house at the moment, which is just obviously consuming so much time and money. And money. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Holy moly. Um, so Storm is, is like all over that. I don't I don't see her a lot at the moment because she is in house land, just, you know, building this. And, and it's 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 incredible. To, you know, I, I do, I'm not capable of doing it. Thank God she can do it. Because I would just say yeah to the builder. Yeah, or yeah to the Arctic. Yeah. And then I'd get in the house and go, I don't like this. What did I say yeah for? So yeah, I guess it looks like You're not God. supposed to be yes man anymore. I know, you said you were. It's because I'm not capable of it. I just don't know. It's, I don't have that part. She's of got me. a good eye, in fairness. Yeah. Like, see she from her Instagram post. She's very stylish. Very stylish. Yeah. Very, very clued in. Um, and she's CAD trained and all that. So she's literally designed this house herself. Amazing. I've. I've you know, I've a little bit of input into where the coffee machine goes <laughs> and where my studio is and the rest. Nice. She's nailed it. Uh, no, but it's, it's yeah, I mean, I think it's about living now. It's, you know, I'm 41 years of age. I want to enjoy. I want to work still, but I want to enjoy my life with my family. And, you know, to find somebody who to that I can enjoy my life with is, is, is just a blessing at this age. And I'm, uh, I'm just enjoying it. From the moment I walk in the door every morning, I walk in the door around 10 a.m. and... You know, to, to you have don't walk there. in the door at work at 10 a.m. You walk back walk into the home. home. Like yeah. You've just done a whole working yeah, day. Yeah, 10.30, well, like, sorry, should yeah. I say. You're on 10.30, I walk in the door. <laughs> and uh, I, um, that's it. I've done a day's work, but I, I then get to spend my day with my wife and, and my son and when the kids are in town, all of us together. And it's, that's great. It's a blessing. It, it, is, it really is. I, I don't take it for granted. And it's all about living. I, she's an incredible woman. And I'm, I think both of us are lucky to have found each other. I, I'm allowed to say that, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit luckier than she is. Aww. Don't tell her. Uh, final question, which again I ask everyone: the, the defining moment. If you can narrow it down to one, I know it would be incredibly hard. Yeah. The crossroads where you think, "Ah, right, okay, get it now." Uh, you know, was it something as tragic as losing your mum or, or, or Stephen, or was it, you know, perhaps the Notting Hill film making that uh, making your well, solo career so there is massive? The, I, I think there's been moments across my personal life and in my career, mm. and I don't think anybody can say there's any one moment. I think there's it's an amalgamation of all of those moments that leads you to the person you are. And mm. I, I know that sounds a little profound, but it's true. It's from, you know, from the time you leave home um, for the first time to the time you lose your mother or, you know, I'm just telling my story, mm. I guess, mm. uh, to the time you lose your best mate uh, at a young age and, and so on. And it's all of those different things. And there's the number one hits and the first hit album and standing on stage in front of thousands of people and they're screaming your name uh, to sing him with Elton John in Madison Square Garden or Pavarotti in Modena or Cat Stevens. I mean, I have been blessed and I've been cursed with many different things. I've been on the front of newspapers and I've been the, the, the dirt on the bottom of people's feet and I've been the golden boy. And, you know, you got to weigh it up 
you've got to take the knocks and you've got to be the best version of yourself. And at 41 years of age, I can safely say that I'm the best version of me that I've ever been before. And I'm happy about that. And I'll um I, I and I'm and I and I am that because of because of my children, because of my wife Storm, I am I am that person. So and my family and, and my friends who are big enough to say, you know, cop yourself on or whatever it may be. That's it. To be able to look back at that and say that, yeah. And I've got another 40, 41, I please God, years ahead of me to 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 uh, to continue that. Lovely stuff. Brendan Keaton, thank you very much. Thanks, man. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.